and Granny Bumble were flying over a couple of days later for a long weekend as Granny Bumble's birthday treat. The girls climbed into David's car and waved goodbye to Mum, Dad, the twins, Grandpa and Granny Bumble. I can't wait to see Chateau de Lafayette, said Saffron on the way to the airport. I just love the atmosphere in old buildings. What's it like, honey? Well, I haven't actually been there before, but Mum and Dad told me that it's hundreds of years old and really, really big, and it has a really interesting history. I hope nothing too horrible happened there, though, said Honey, remembering what Poppy had told her earlier. It used to belong to a French noble family called the De Lafayettes, she continued, and my mum says it looks like a giant fairy castle. Maybe it's haunted said David, making a spooky woo-woo noise. David, just concentrate on the driving, said Saffron. Just teasing, he smiled. Actually, I wish I was coming straight to the castle instead of being dragged round the fashion shows. It'll be so much more fun than admiring stick-insect models in boring black outfits all day long. Even though she knew David had been teasing them, Poppy couldn't get what he had said out of her mind. What if the castle was haunted? It would be so exciting. Chapter 2 When they got to the airport, they headed straight for the check-in desk and handed their luggage over. Poppy was amazed when her pink pull-along suitcase disappeared on a black conveyor belt through two plastic curtains. Don't worry, said Saffron. It has a label with your name and flight number on it. You'll get it back when we arrive in France. Before long, they had all boarded the aircraft. Honey had flown lots of times, and she explained everything to Poppy, who was both nervous and excited about going on a plane. You have to wear a seatbelt, and we'll get a meal halfway through the journey. The food is so cute, it's just like having a doll's tea party. And it's brilliant when you take off. You leave the ground behind and go up, and up into the clouds, said Honey excitedly. I just can't see how this great big aeroplane can actually get off the ground, Poppy said, looking worried. I don't really get it either, confessed Honey, but it always does. They stowed their bags away in the overhead lockers, settled down in their seats and strapped themselves in. Soon they were whizzing along the runway at top speed, and, as if by magic, the plane rose effortlessly into the air, leaving the runway far below. "'Wow!' said Poppy, peering out of the window to see the tiny fields and hedgerows. "'I still don't get why we don't fall out of the sky!' Saffron smiled. Just then, the captain of the aircraft came on the loudspeaker to address everyone. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your captain speaking. As you can see, I have now switched off the fastened seatbelt sign, and you are free to move around the aircraft. We are flying at an altitude of 50,000 feet and at a speed of 560 miles per hour. We will arrive in Paris at 10.30 a.m. local time. The weather conditions there are very warm and muggy at 30 degrees centigrade. We do hope you enjoy your flight today, and if there's anything we can do to assist your onboard comfort, please do not hesitate to ask one of the cabin crew. 
Soon the air stewardesses arrived with a trolley, crammed full of dinky little meal trays. That must be such a great job, Poppy said to Honey. Maybe that's what we should do when we grow up. We could travel the world. That would be cool, replied Honey, nodding in agreement. Poppy and Honey spent almost the whole flight spreading little pats of butter onto impossibly cute little rolls with incredibly flimsy plastic knives. Then they wiped their hands with the wet wipe, tidied up their trays, and strapped themselves back in, all ready for landing. After what seemed like a very short time, the plane zoomed down onto the runway in France. They disembarked, went through passport control, then collected their luggage and headed for the arrivals area. Because Saffron and David were going straight to the centre of Paris from the airport, Honey's mum and dad had arranged for the girls to be picked up by Chateau de Lafayette's butler and chauffeur, Pierre. So they...